Welcome to the Brooklyn Tabernacle's Daily Devotions. Now, here is the Senior Pastor of the Brooklyn Tabernacle, Jim Simbola. Shalom. Shalom, peace be upon you today. We are reading and finishing up the last few verses of 1 Samuel 30. Can you believe it? I don't know when we started this, and I don't know the count on how many devotions I've done. My partner here, John, he wouldn't know how many I've done. Come on, are you kidding me? 927. So that means 83 more, and I've done 1,000. Shall we not have a party? No, really, cut a cake. When we get to 1,000, God willing, I want you all to fly to New York, and we're going to celebrate. I enjoy doing this. It's good for me. Keeps me looking in the Word of God, praying, God, give me truth so that I can share it with others. I hope it's been a blessing to you. So you know where we were yesterday. David has laid it down that those who stay with the supplies and don't fight but are part of the army, they all get their due and share in the plunder. Now, when David reached Ziklag, that was the town, remember, where the families had originally been, he sent some of the plunder to the elders of Judah, who were his friends, saying, here is a gift for you from the plunder of the Lord's enemies. David sent it to those who were in Bethel, Ramoth, Negev, and Jatir, to those in Aroer, Sifmath. They don't make fun. I'm the one having to read this. Eshtemoah and Rachel, to those in the towns of Jeremelites and the Kenites, to those in Horma, Borashem, Athak, and Hebron, and to those in all the other places where he and his men had roamed. Remember, David's still theoretically on the run. The next chapter, Saul is going to be dealt with and going to be gone, the king. David is going to succeed him, but God's going to do it God's way. David's had to learn to wait and not push himself. Promotion comes from the Lord. Don't push yourself forward. God wants you to do something. He'll have you do it. Just be open to him. And you don't have to advertise yourself. Let another person's lips praise you, not your own. Anytime you hear somebody boasting and talking about themselves, as they say in Argentina, doble cortado, that means you cut the coffee twice with milk. Diluted, it's not true. No verdad. David gets back. God's given him a blessing. They have all of these spoils and everything. And now to the elders of Judah, who are men of leadership and weight and prominence in Israel, he sends them some of God's spoils, the spoils they captured. Then he sent it to all the other places where he and his men had roamed. In other words, he knew people. He's been on the run for who knows how long, but he remembers those people. Now, some people might say he just did that was a political move. He sent it to the leaders of Judah so they'd remember, whoa, David is remembering us, but Saul's still king. David doesn't know what God's going to do and when God is going to do it. So what's the point here? He shared the plunder that God had blessed them with and didn't keep it for himself and his own men. They had their share. But he's thinking of other people, Judah, and all the other places he roamed. Maybe they showed him kindness. I like to think that some did. Remember some of the people that helped you? 
I said to someone who got out of prison who's written a great book, wait till you get this book and it's coming out in November, I'll tell you about it. My friend, Ron Olivier's book, I think it's called 27 Summers. He spent 27 summers in prison. And he's going to be a, no, that book's going to be such a blessing. So I kidded him and I called him and said, hey, Ron, now that you're going to be a big time famous author, remember some of the little people you met on the way up, little lonely people in Brooklyn. He laughed because we're buddies. We help each other. But isn't it nice to remember people helped you along the way? Or now that you're through the crisis and you needed them then, now you forgot them. I meet people who forget what their mother and dad did. When you weren't old enough to blow your nose, someone was wiping it for you and changing pampers and doing all kinds of things. When was the last time you said, thank you, mom? Thank you, dad. Send them a little something. Or friends, maybe they're down right now. Share with them. No wonder Jesus is called son of David. David was gracious. And who's been more gracious than Jesus? When he turned the five loaves and two fishes to feed the, the thousands of people that he did, you think all those people were godly? Look at, look at me. Tell me the truth. You think all of them were just so sainted and so angelic? No, there were nasty people in the crowd. But he fed them anyway. Why? Because God is generous. Jesus is gracious. God's reign falls on the evil person's land and the good person's land. It's his goodness that leads us to repentance. Hasn't he proved good to you and I and faithful when we weren't even serving him? Come on, isn't that the truth? Come on, give it up. God's done that. But we have our list, little black book. I'm kind to these people. They stroke me, I stroke them. But in my black book, they're not right. They're not right. So I'm not going to give them a thing. I know it's a temptation for all of us. One should be like God today and love someone and bless someone who in your mind doesn't deserve two cents. Give them a dollar. They're not worth two cents, give them a dollar. Share something. What's that gonna do? You'll be an imitator of God. You can't imitate God by knowing everything, having all power, being everywhere at once, but you can imitate God by being kind. Let's do it today. Jesus, help us to show your goodness to everyone we meet, direct us by your spirit so we can show them that you are love. In Jesus' name, amen. Blessings. See you tomorrow, Friday. Mm -hmm.